We are a couple of days close to the Cosmic Code Convention. The Avengers are getting together, and many, not that many actually, because it's an elite event limited to 30 participants, are going to join us in person live during for a treat. It's a four-day event in Hollywood like no other. So tonight we're launching the event with this call, and... Uh, it's about to revolutionize your reality like never, ever, ever before. And I mean this from the soul, from the heart, from my guts, and from my balls. Here's the challenge. There's a reason why you're listening to this right now. You're not getting the results that you want or you want to get certain results with women and your success in general. For two decades, I've specialized in helping men all around the world to do better with women. And here's what I've witnessed. I've witnessed very capable guys. So you are very capable. You may not feel it. You may not really know it. You may only think that you're capable to some degree. And yet my realization has been that everybody suffers from an underestimation of their own greatness, splendor, magnificence, and uh, everything that they are and can be. Then I see men that are well intended, that, that are strongly intended. The intention, the desire is strong. Sometimes it's polluted a little bit by too much doubt, tiptoeing, but nevertheless, there's effort, there's dedication. And only, only, once you step out of the frames of the world, can you expect to make progress? Because the problem is not what we think it is. Again, you're totally capable. It's absolutely possible. Every day that you're unaware of that dormant within your own magnificence, you're missing out. So then we think, okay, I got to get rid of my anxiety. I got to become more social and this and that. At the core, it's a simple equation. It's impossible to get more by using the perception, the perspective, and the vocabulary of those who are not getting much. Now, through history, if you study a little bit of history, one thing that's always interesting and funny is that at the time, because now is always now, it's easy to feel like we're well-informed and we know a lot. But then if you look back on history, you realize that many of the theories were proven absolutely wrong. So here's the first thing that we're going to change this weekend. It's absolutely mind-blowing, and I give you a glimpse of it tonight, and I will take some questions. Hopefully, you're part of those who are making it in person or from home. It's never too late. There's going to be a link with the description of the podcast. You can at least perhaps get the recording if you listen afterwards. It's me and 11 of my top colleagues, including Frank White, coming all the way from Germany. He's arriving tomorrow. Cannot wait to see him. My spiritual brother, AZD, Hypnotica, James Hyman, Tony Dillinger, you name it. Now, it, the event is divided into four sections, four superpowers, four areas of improvement that are not what you think they are, but are what 
you most need. It's a core change. It's the code. We're cracking it. So the first change, I call it the four kings, and the first one is be a king of chaos. Think about it this way. We have been referred to as the Avengers when we gather like that. Wherever the Avengers would show up, or the lone wolf like John Wayne or John Wick, or the cavalry, whenever superheroes show up, whenever a spy or special forces or Navy SEALs will show up, they show up because it's a shit situation. It's fucked, and they come to turn chaos into order, to bring order back. Now, contrast that with the way most people approach pickup. They want to be comfortable. They want to know what to say. They want to know what to do. It's the wrong direction. Like that, you make very little headway. And maybe you're one of those guys that for a couple of years you've been trying to get rid of your approach anxiety. But what you got to get with is the silly model that thinks that's what it is. The direction is the opposite. You want to be a badass that's willing to embrace chaos. Chaos is the core of creation. Void, nothingness, lack is where it begins. Now, the difference is in how we relate with it. You got to embrace it. You should rejoice that you're experiencing strange manifestations at the sight of a beautiful woman. But if you start to try to identify the way people of the world have been taught to identify it with, for example, the word anxiety, then you're fucked. You're doomed because it's off. And we cannot use the wording and the frame of mind of people who are not getting the result. See, the majority of people who use the word anxiety and buy into that concept are not people who get laid left and right and thrive with their seduction. If you thrive with your seduction, you understand that it starts with embracing chaos. I don't know where it's going. I don't know what to do. But I know that I can thrive despite of that. So on Thursday, the topic will be kings of chaos. And... Uh, I'm so excited because it's all come together in such a beautiful way. It's going to be even better than you imagine. The power of creation. This is not only for pickup. This is for everything. The planet has lost a sense of understanding of what's really happening initially when we can't, when we don't know what to do, when we're in lack. It's not a bad thing. It's the beginning of creation. In many in, uh, religions, like Indian religion, they, they, they celebrate chaos. I have the goddess of chaos tattooed on my forearm, Kali. So in life, we're going to struggle if we try to avoid chaos or we, if we bitch about it, if we get frustrated, but if we utilize it, if we know that it's the, the fertilizer and we play with it and we build a whole new relationship with it. So that's the first gift that you're going to get from the cosmic code, it will help you to better understand a whole new perspective, unlike anything you've ever witnessed before, to better understand lower energy and to start to transmute them, to not fear them, to not go against yourself, to know that it's there for a reason, and the reason is not complaining or struggling or 
feeling bad or blaming yourself or accusing yourself, anything that may happen. Chaos is the beginning of creation. So you want to embrace chaos. You want to love chaos. Every adventurer is a master of chaos. That's the first king, king of chaos. The power of creation. Creation starts with a void. So contrast two guys right now. You have one guy, he doesn't really know what to say. He's got strange manifestations within. Energy doesn't know where to go. And he doesn't know what to say to the girl, but to him that's a problem. He's trying to get rid of that. You have another guy who knows that chaos is the beginning, and he's no longer stirred by that. He's embracing it. And maybe he will even walk to the girl and go, huh, I don't know what to say to you. I don't know. I'm not super comfortable, but I wanted to say hello. See, that's dancing with chaos. So the first superpower that we're going to help you embrace to change your entire reality is to dance with chaos. And that will make you a very unique individual. That will give you an edge wherever you go. You'll be walking around like a god. Why? Because everybody fears chaos. Everybody's trying to avoid it. Entire industries are based around that. Medias, you know, they, they, they want to provide us a relief from chaos. And we should not want a relief from it. We should learn how to embrace it for what it is. It's the beginning of all things. It's the source of creation. Then on Friday, we're going to talk about charisma, king of charisma. Everything is image. And you already radiate an image. It's about your self-relation, your own sense of yourself. And your interactions are a reflection of your sense of yourself. So we're going to do a lot of energy work to, to rewire your sense of self. And uh, the power of presence, the power of magic. Frank White will come into play. And we're going to make you feel more magical, but we're also going to understand, you know, there's not one corporation out there that doesn't use magic, and I don't mean in a way like it's conspiracy. No, they're able to magically imprint in our own mind a sense of them with a little apple, with a, a, a little uh, icon, and so on. So you're going to learn how to do that for yourself, a totally unique approach. And it's essential. And we got to know that, Everything is image. You know, there's some people who pretend that, oh, I don't care and so on. You are a reflection of how you imagine yourself. You are a reflection of how much you like yourself, how highly you think of yourself. So I'm going to mute somebody, 301. You can unmute yourself when we take questions in just a moment. Okay, so the next on, uh, and that's going to be on Friday evening, and we're going to, we're going to do some yoga. Yogi Chris is there. We're going to do some breath work. I'm also going to bring you to do some pickup to Melrose. We're going to be right there uh, where, where all the hot girls go to buy their clothing and so on. It's going to be phenomenal. On Saturday, we're going to talk about king of king, the power of seduction. See, the challenge is that it's very difficult to thrive if we're not sure that we're doing the right thing. So there's still a big gap. It's still very taboo, that idea of seduction. And in ancient culture, they would celebrate kink. You, you would have statues of like threesomes and orgies and, and so on. And they saw no wrong in it. But now it, it's boxed in. It's used to, 
tease us, but we, we would can. So it's about you being comfortable and knowing that you've got to first seduce yourself. If you're not sure, if you want a girl and you're not sure that she wants you, you know, that's always the same struggle. So right there, Saturday will be king of king. We're going to have Tony Dillinger, the adult film producer. We're going to have, of course, AZD from the Bay, uh, the greatest seducer of all time. And uh, we're going to have Fly Hudson, all of us, help you with your seduction, but a whole new level of seduction. Ultimately, you're already in seduction all the time with yourself, but in, in the wrong direction. Seduction is enticement. Seduction is the art of enticing yourself into a new sense of things, of self, that leads into action. And that's an essential aspect of business also. Everything is seduction. All the greatest leaders are seducers. So you want to be a master of seduction. Seduction is a step above communication. Seduction is communication that leads into action, enticement. And it's not encouraged, you know. So that event is very taboo. It's called the Cosmic Code, but we're going back to to the roots of talking about sex very freely and tapping into sex for magic and so on. And on Sunday, it's going to be king of cash, the power of prosperity. See, we all work very hard. We all are constantly presented with opportunities to drive something that's hot, to visit a place, to acquire things and so on. But we still have that weird relation. Like imagine somebody today that would go, Somewhere, and people ask them, what are you up to? Well, I'm about, I'm about to embrace chaos, to boost my charisma, to seduce the shit out of myself and others, and uh, to welcome cash. They would say, you're out of your mind. They would criticize, judge, you know, those well-intended people who, who end up judging more than anybody else, not realizing that at the same time, they are surrounded by chaos. So why not become the king of it? Every day, chaos will come. Chaos is inevitable. That, that false promise of like, one day everything will be okay, that fucks us over. And then it's so bad that if one day it's all rough or we don't feel it, we make ourselves feel very bad. We feel guilty and so on. And uh, then, well, seduction. We're constantly seduced into things, seduced by the media, the news. So come on, give me a break. And then uh, all fashion is seduction. All sales are seduction. And you cannot go anywhere without something being sold. It's inevitable. Everywhere you even have to pay for, for meter. And all institutions are like masters of seduction. Sometimes they're so good at seducing that they officialize themselves. And, and then it's like under the pre- pretense of like, oh, but you have to follow what we're saying. Really? And why is that? Oh, because we're the government. Oh, wow. Wow. So, but aren't you just people like you and me that, that so powerfully seduced that you were able to put a stamp on it that's official? My company doesn't have an official stamp. I'm not, I'm not like .gov, but I'm .com. So what's the fucking difference? So uh, it's all around. And then cash, you know, uh, you, you, you got to do well for yourself and it's flow. 
and it's way beyond cash. So those are the four kings, and that's what we got in store. It's unlike anything you've ever witnessed. And also, those who are coming, get, get excited, you guys. We are going to embark on such a journey. On Saturday, we're going to a fetish show. There's a carnival in Hollywood this weekend. So imagine doing speed game at a carnival. It's going to be phenomenal, okay? So uh, this is what is happening right now. We're days from the Cosmic Code Convention. I'm ready to take questions. You guys step it up. It's your time. You want to be social. You got to take that first step and voice yourself, okay? So if you were muted, you press star six to unmute, and I'm ready. Hey, this, to this is Akash. I've got a question. Yes, please, Akash. Thank you for being on. I know you're coming. Yeah. You're coming to the Cosmic Code. You heard that? Yeah. So we, I'm super excited, Vince. I'm super excited. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's going to be phenomenal. So four kings, the king of chaos, the king of uh, charisma, the king of uh, kink, and the king of cash. So on that note, what would be the best way for anyone who's going to prepare? How could they get in the best state of mind or... How could they be in, at their best self so that once they're there, they get the most out of it all around? Absolutely. Three things. And you know what? Because it's limited to just 30 people, uh, at the same time, I encourage everybody listening to this, even if you listen afterwards, there's nothing more powerful than taking charge and deciding that you're going to set a certain date as a landmark, unlike most people who just wait for New Year's, okay? So decide that it's a landmark in your life, that you are going to change your entire reality, optimize like never before, and deepen that decision. Come back to it. Really, truly decide that it's a landmark in your life, and don't be dependent. People are too dependent on, oh, are they going to really help me to change, to see my problem is, fuck that. Show up already totally ready, presupposing that this is the beginning of a new life for you. It's a rebirth. It's going to be unlike anything ever. At the same time, everything is a polarity. I would also drop all expectations, all outcome. To master chaos, you got to understand that it's so easy to buy into an illusion. It's wonderful to have a plan, but you also need to exist outside of your plan and tap into a constant stream of opportunities and options. See, what eludes us, if we were set that it would go a certain way, whatever that way was, it's surrounded by other opportunities, options, solutions. So in pickup, for example, the guy opens a set, and it doesn't go the way he wants to, now he buys into the illusion and he starts to feel miserable. Or he didn't talk to them because he's unaware he can, and then he starts to beat himself up. And even if it's light, even if the guy goes, oh, well, that didn't go too well, that still is ridiculously unaware of the fact that, and you got another one there, and, you, and you're here, you're here now. So drop all expectations and stay in a mode where you go, something amazing is about to happen. Something amazing. This is an art, you know. The more I live, the more I realize that all of my struggles and all of my suffering, they came from one thing initially. I was so overly attached and fixated on just one way that I forgot that we live in a universe amongst universes and this infinite 
amounts of stars. So it's totally unfair to the self to just start to bitch because our expected way did not go. Because in that moment, we, we miss out on the fact, I'm a big believer that everything, life is just a constant opportunity. It's all around. But we bind ourselves into a whole bunch of illusions and we feel that there's very little at the end. So uh, that's how you're going to best prepare. You decide this is a landmark, no matter what happens, no matter where it goes. Number two, uh, you are growing and this is going to be phenomenal for you. It's, it's a personal decision. Okay? If it was only dependent on the faculty, then everybody would experience the same. It would either be a total win or a total miss. So it's dependent on the person. Yeah, it's coming. Wait, let me finish. Uh, and then the final part is to be, uh, so then you also flow with it wherever it goes. And you embrace it. And the final part is to treat it all as training. Training meaning maybe a guy, his flight will be delayed. Maybe a guy will arrive and there's a little glitch at the hotel. But all of that is training. See, I was blessed to study very closely to a guy named Marshall Silver. And Marshall is a guy, for example, he, he had the casino, the Stratosphere, agreed to give him a million dollars for him to do a hypnosis show there. That's pretty badass, okay? Marshall said, you know what? There's all sorts of theories of success. You've got to set goals. You've got to do this. And they're all great to some degree. But you want to know the true secret to success? I said, no, uh, yeah, Marshall, but uh, I don't know, what is it? He said, how much shit you can take? You really want to be successful, how much shit you can take? And that led me into my theory of inner game for pickup called the last man standing. If you go out and you observe, you go out with a bunch of guys and you observe how quickly something will get to them. The environment, they don't like night game, they don't like day game, they don't like somebody else in the group. Uh, they're, they're alone, they, 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 they don't feel comfortable in the venue, it's getting late, they're a little tired, they don't feel it that night. So you got to be the guy that none of those things gets to you or changes you. You're the last man standing, and the last man standing will always get all the gold. The last man standing. Somebody else was going to ask a question. Thank you, Akash. Yeah, you were talking about charisma and aura. Did you say boosting our charisma? Well, let me rephrase. It's boosting your awareness of charisma. Everything is a Ooh. frequency. So to be aware of it, here's the challenge. Something like charisma, confidence, any quality of that nature. First, we give something, an impression, a vibe, a name. And the name starts to confuse us, okay? There, it's one thing to have an experience that, mm, that, that feels good. I feel, I feel solid right now. I'm flowing. Or to think of it as confidence. So we bind it into a little name. Then we're very confused. We don't know where it's at. You hear people say, well, you know, I, I lost my confidence. Or I, I, I don't know how to be confident. So there's always a presupposition that it can come and it can go. And that if we want it somewhere far out there, those are misconceptions. It's about coming to peace with the fact that it's right here, right now. See, if I tell you right now, there's a frequency of extreme charisma that's available to you in this moment. 
you can start to feel like you're glowing and you can radiate an energy of, of excitement, of anticipation that other people will start to feel around you and they will feel attracted to you. Now, most people are going to go, how? Which presupposes that they don't understand that it's here. So it's a surrender to it. The way you tap into that is by going, what if it's here and I didn't know it? What then? Open that door. Walk through it every day. And after a little bit of time, you will be able to go charisma. And now you're radiating. We're unaware. We discover more in the world than within our own world. And there, it's like the dark age. Because we presuppose that those things like confidence, charisma, they are things. And we don't know where to look for them. We try to explain them. We want them. And if we don't have them, we imagine that it's far. You hear guys, yeah, I'm going to work on my confidence. That way you can work on it your whole life. You won't get it. It's eluding you. It's here already. Well, that's all weird, don't you think? Well, how is that more weird than your eyes are here already? Your nose is here. We come fully equipped with a cocktail of feelings and emotions and vibes that are available to us, but the world has gotten us all confused about it with all those nominalization, and we think that it's distant and we don't know how to look for it, and we try presupposing that it's not there. It's almost as if somebody was to say, look for that thing that's not there. Look for that thing that's not there. You turn to them and say, I have no clue what you're talking about. Okay? So how do you do it? You just go, what if charisma is available right now? And I just have to drop all sense of me that's thinking, yeah, but it's not. It couldn't be that easy. couldn't be that simple. Every part of me that's searching, searching too far. And I just imagine I receive. And to receive, you must be more at ease, and gradually progress in that ease. And it's not deep relaxation, it's easing your face, and most of all, easing your, your, not only your muscles, but also almost your organs, okay? And imagine you're receiving and feel a buzz, a radiance. It's subtle. It's Kundalini energy, it's subtle energy. It's not easy to detect it. You cannot see it, really. And if you start to feel it, it's very subtle at first. It's not like, boom, somebody hits you and you go, what, fuck, I felt that. So it takes mindfulness and ease. And you can bring any flavor. Okay? I just did a meditation with a guy today, and uh, he had a, quite an open mind. And I said, what if it's right here already? And, and he opened his mind to it and he felt it. And we could start to feel each other. Imagine, what if energy is being sent right now? And it's all around us. And all of us, we're right there within a bubble of pure charisma. Ease your mind, ease your body, receive, attune to it, align to it, sense it in subtle ways. Don't force it. Let it find you versus you looking for it. When we look, we don't see. Yeah, if you look outside the window, you may see something. But if you're looking for something within you and you look outside the window, you won't find it. So we can't look for what is invisible and already within. We need to allow ourselves to recognize its presence until we can have the experience of it. What other questions do you have, gentlemen? And if you allow me, yummy trail mix in front of me. I need to grab a bite and you will hear me chew for a second. I hope you don't mind. (laughs) Go for it, please. Cool. 
is your same is your definition of charisma the same as the dictionary? I like to start with the definition of the dictionary. I don't like to limit myself to it. And I like to I notice it's limiting, so I should I should grab eat my bike and then answer. <laughs> <laughs> Bear with me. God is hear me. Okay. It helps to have a few distinctions. I've noticed because if we just go, for example, if somebody says be authentic and you have only one sense of being authentic, that may be off. So add dimension. Be authentic. Be real. Be be vulnerable. Be 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 um and um, connected with your your heart. So notice, it's starting to make a little more sense. So I would play with words and add a couple more words, but beyond the word is the experience. No definition will generate the experience of it. Well, I remember at some point I heard that men could have multiple orgasms. So I got some books. It was interesting, and I was looking at diagram of the penis and, and vagina and so on, but that didn't give me multi-orgasmic abilities. It's only when I started to open to the experience, to receiving, to go, okay, what would it be like? It, those words are very powerful. What would it be like? Of course, you've got to ask them with the proper body language backup, meaning to be open to it, and your, to- your tone must already presuppose that you're going to find an answer. You couldn't ask it by going, yeah, what would it be like? I don't know. Okay? Good. What else would you like to add to this, gentlemen? If you are not part of a cosmic code, right now this is the last call. The price is going up every day. If you're an insider and for whatever reason uh, you didn't get your ticket, talk to me. Give me a quick call. We'll arrange something for you. It's priceless. It's going to be four days, 12 of us, a journey like no other, and we, we, we're going strong, you know. Uh, don't assume that if you know the other guys that are going to be there, one thing that's unique is that we all want to be the best. So we all are going to go above and beyond. And that format of chaos, charisma, kink, and uh, cash. And I like kink because notice, how many, how many guys out there do you think they like, yeah, I want to be a pick-up artist. You go, great, you're going to be a king of kink. And that word would, would stir them a little bit, slow them down. Bingo, we've identified your problem. You're not at ease with your own sexuality, with your own sexual performance, with your own sexual desires. You kind of split it still. That's why you're not getting laid. You want to get laid, you've got to be at ease with it. Okay? Hey, Vince, this is what Mike else? from Baltimore. Hey, Mike, how are good. you? Yeah, I'm good, I Vince. How are you doing? Wonderful. Great. Thanks for being on the call. Oh, you're welcome, Vince. Uh, yeah, I had a question. I'm been going on some dates, but I'm having trouble building sexual, like, um, like having a building attraction during a conversation during a date. Ah, pause for a second, okay? I don't know if you're a member of any of my groups, Aphrodite Sprints, Army of Aphrodite. Give yourself the gift of letting go of the language of the world. See, when I talked about chaos, that's a perfect example right there, Okay. You're in a starting phase. Obviously, it's kind of new. You have not dedicated very much time 
studying, applying, researching the greatest strategies of attraction, the uh, best ways to escalate. And, and to do anything well, you know, we got to do it repeatedly and, and come back to it and dig deeper. So don't further cripple yourself by making the decision that you're having trouble. I don't think you're having trouble. That's good news. Rest assured, mm-hmm. Mike. You kind of knew, and here's my best recommendation. I find it very helpful for me and all, my, all the guys that I help. Wherever you used to phrase it that I have trouble, I'm not good at, and so on, replace it with something that makes more sense. You're building endurance. You're generating momentum. You're gaining momentum. And then it's very hard to achieve something if you don't have the reference of doing it. Without a reference, it's almost like, we tell you about a street, your GPS is not working that day, you don't have your phone, you don't have a map, you can't ask directions, and you've never been there. And you don't even have a sense of where it's at. Good luck. You'd be looking for something in the dark. So it's important to have kind of a reference, a simple exercise. You go on a date, and whatever happens, because it doesn't really matter. See, one thing that is non-pickup, that you got to change if you want the success that pickup brings you, is that you, can't, you can like a girl. It's okay. You're a man. You can go, oh, that one seems interesting. You put them on probation, but you cannot put them first. Right now, your journey should be about you making distinctions versus, oh, I'm going to go on, the, on that date to get that girl. That's nothing new. That's what every guy hopes for. And we got to go beyond that. So that also relaxes you during the date because you're just there for a study. You don't get lazy, you're sharp, you're open-minded. If it happens, it happens. But your greater priority is not the girl herself because you don't even know her. Your greater priority is an experience that enriches you, that helps you with distinctions. Once you have that in place, you also need mechanics. See, escalation for most It's a shot in the dark because they think that you're going from uh, your talking to then suddenly you should be kissing. You got to learn how to break it down, use reverse game, use dual direction. Those things are not complicated. They're simpler than most of the things we learn with computers and so on. So you need a reference. The wonderful exercise is after you've gone on a date, lay in bed. If the girl's not there, that's cool, okay? And in, review the interaction, but because it's your own imagination, you're free to see anything you want. So imagine her laughing, imagine her going, wow, he's so amazing. So you have that internal reference of that. So you can attract it. Napoleon Hill once said in his famous book, Think and Grow Rich, Whatever the mind of man can conceive of, it can achieve. I like to flip that sentence around. If you cannot conceive of it, it's hard to achieve it, if at all possible. Then commit, embark on a journey, give it chunks of 30 days, 90 days. You, you, you will get better fairly rapidly, and then you'll, you'll hit new levels, but... We still presuppose too much that even if we know the game, we don't know game until you're getting the results that you want. 
And attraction is a byproduct of your own sense of self. And the catch-22 there is that if we want for a girl to be attracted to us, we're no longer leading. We're dependent on her. If we're dependent, we're following. So what we don't understand is that women will find a man more attractive if the guy is not concerned whether or not she's attracted. Okay? So you got to understand that and stay in your solidity and know that the most attractive thing ever and the fastest way to attract women is that any girl that goes on a date or spends a little time with a guy, every guy that's not coming from what we teach will do the same thing. The guy is going to agree with her, try to please her, hope that she's going to like him, and he may try to look cool or act cool, but he's really following her and he's becoming his little bitch. And they see that so often that it doesn't take much of the opposite for them to start to get curious. But it's the dependence that's unattractive. You're the son. You got to make her feel like you're that force that could very well do with her. And if you did with her, you would do amazing, but could very well not do with her. So it's a revolution. Uh, it's common. Most people struggle with it because it's not taught properly at the first place. The greatest gift you can give to yourself is to invest some time and minimally pitch in to really dive in with this thing. And, and it might be that you're doing okay with the beginning, but you got to address every aspect of it the same way. Okay? So, uh, thank you. And I'm looking at the time. We've got about five minutes. So, again, this is the Pre-Cosmic Card Podcast. Know also that on Wednesday this week at 7 p.m. for nearly an hour and a half, we're going to have most of the gurus on a live stream. If you're not yet in with the Cosmic Code, you're about to miss out so much and so bad the sum total, the compounded effect, the journey, the, the people coming, you know. We have all of our top trainers in training uh, that are also coming, that are going to pitch in the next wave, the next generation. On Sunday, we spend time at Brian Casella's mansion. Uh, Johnny Cassio is there teaching business. It's, it's 360. It's a gathering of all of us who come together to create a synchronistic effect to inspire each other, to elevate the bar, the standard. And uh, if you were at EC2, you can only attest that the ripple effect in every area of your life is surreal. So I hope you get to make it. You could also watch it from home or even get the recordings afterwards. If you're an insider, if you know me personally or we do sessions and so on and you're not in yet, give me a quick call. We'll work out something for you. And if not, go to CosmicCode.com, CosmicCode.com, okay? Uh, in the meantime, we have time for one final question ever. How do you deal with so many social retouches? Uh, you let them serve you, you know? What do you, mean? you let them serve you. Mean, here's what I mean, okay? Me, one of my core code of conduct since day one with that pickup thing has always been, if you're going to take my time, 
even if your way to take my time is uh, I'm not talking to you, that's a chunk of time right there. That's a chunk of energy. That's a moment of me. Then you gotta you gotta pay me. Now here's how you can pay me, and this is towards women. Number one, you can pay me with great sexual or fun experience and so on. If you're not capable of giving me this, maybe you can enrich me. Maybe you can broaden my awareness of things and life and places. Okay, but it better be rich. If you're unable to do that, you're gonna give me a good workout. And if you really, really, really make no sense, then you're going to stir chaos in me. And I will benefit by having to find myself within that chaos. So the the smallest way in which they're going to pay me, they destabilize me, which forces me to have to find myself more deeply and more highly. And that's a great gift. Another way to say it so it doesn't seem so abrupt and harsh is every woman that you encounter brings you a gift. And the gifts are fourfold, okay? One is, the lower one is, they stir you. They, for a brief moment, they, they, they're like fucking with you. They, you. You feel like it's fucked up. You, you're upset, you're stirred, your, you, your stuff's coming out. That is needed. And that's an amazing gift. I used to avoid those and hate them. Nah, fucking love them. I love them. And I long for the women that are most going to destabilize me. And that's embracing chaos. Then the next gift that they can bring you is it's a good little workout. You know, suddenly they go, oh, I don't know. You know, I usually don't do this. And you got to find ways around that. And you have the benefit now of doing it in a real-life situation with a real human being versus doing it just drilling with your wing or in your own mind. So it's amazing. Embrace it. Enjoy it. And then uh, don't be overly greedy. You know, those guys who go like, oh, man, I was fingering her and I was kissing her breast. She wouldn't let me go further. Fuck, what went wrong? What did I do wrong? It's like, come on. Be grateful. It's fun to finger someone. It's fun to caress some breasts. So think of it as, wow, I already got to do that. I wonder how much further it's going to go next time with the next person. Okay? And we got to remember, with the solution, a great metaphor was from this guy. His name is not coming to mind right now, but he wrote the classic Many Lives, Many Masters. And he was saying that uh, when dealing with difficult people, it's almost like we're walking on campus and... uh, we talk, and there are kindergartners that pass by. So we also shouldn't hold too much against people. It's best to educate them and to learn from them to, uh, to, to, to not, you know, the great example, I like to learn from everybody, to pay attention. They're telling you that's what not to do. And it's also great to give people a chance because uh, not a chance in them doing something phenomenal. More, you, you got to understand that most people will easily follow because they don't know. So if they're not that social, be so social that they will end up following you. Okay, everybody, it was a true pleasure. Can't wait to see you guys again. Our family, our brotherhood is gathering. Cash will be there, Robert Nelson, all the new trainers in training, all my colleagues, all my brothers, and so on. Some girls are 
coming to watching Fly Hudson and so on. I did, Andrew will be there. I didn't name everybody, but uh, it's a journey. If you're listening to this afterwards, you could still get the recording or at least get the concept. The concept is you need a landmark. You know, there's a lot of major industries. They will gather once a year, twice a year. It's essential. It's a must. Pause for a second and recommit. And no matter what has happened before, decide and expand. Expand. See, we're tapping into new ways of handling these things that are going to make what can be for so obsolete. Uh, the, that whole episode or that whole era of people offering services to help you get rid of your anxiety, your boost, your, your confidence, and so on, that's off because it was off. Right now, we're breeding a new kind of man, king of chaos. You're a badass motherfucker. You underestimated yourself. You don't need a little girl to give you a smile to feel good about you. It's got to go to shit most of the time, the art of seduction. It's going to be all over the place. They're going to say no. They're going to say yes. They're going to change their mind. Their friends are going to arrive. That's, and you enter that. that. That's the frame you want to have. Enter that, like the lone wolf, like the, the, the Avengers. You enter that. It's chaotic. It's all over the place. Those two girls are drunk over there. The one that said she was going to show up is still texting me, and she's still not here. My wing is talking to the girl that I was talking to before. <laughs> it's all over, but I am king of chaos. Charisma will grow naturally once you no longer feel chaos. It's going to give you a little new sense of self-assurance that you're going to be okay no matter what. And then seduction. Seduction to me is embracing kink because if you're not comfortable with it yourself, it's hard to get others to be comfortable with it. And we beat around the bush. The problem with escalation is that there's too much beating around the bush where we wait for the girl to take a step. We, we try to talk about it a little bit. So there you're going to learn like the true art of seduction, like straight up surreal seduction where you go, hey, I don't know you. In a crazy reality right now, I grab you by the hand and it's above and beyond any romance novel you've ever heard or read or any movie you've ever seen. We're not in a crazy reality, but nevertheless, I'm going to spend a little time with you right now. And I don't mean like I want to become your friend or something. I suck at being a friend, sweetheart, especially with a cute girl like you. Just I wouldn't be honest. You know, I feel something for you. I mean, I don't know you. So come, sit by me. Let's start with it. Look at your hair. You do your own hair? Let me smell them. Are you, are you sensitive with people touching your hair? Yeah. Anyway, I don't give a shit. Yeah, your hair smells good. Actually, the smell is coming from your neck. Mm. I'm going to tell you, if you continue like this, you're going to get in trouble. You better not be the kind of girl that in five minutes from now, you're going to be, oh, I got to go. Because if that's what you do, you should do it now. Because after that, you won't want to do that. You're going to want to stay with me. Okay? Imagine you talk like that. Wow. Wow, mind-blowing. It's the subcommunication. Even if she doesn't follow all the words or if you don't use such words, it's just subcommunication. I'm man enough to not bullshit you. I don't have to lie to you. I don't have to pretend. I'm straight up. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to violate myself for you. I'm not going to castrate myself for you. And you are absolutely free to stand up at any given time, and I will not hold it against you. I totally understand. You're a free human, and uh, I'm not here to get people to like me, to appreciate me, because I like and I appreciate myself. And there's always plenty 
And maybe, you know, it's just not for you. But if it is for you, if you sense just a glimpse of something right here, and you're daring and audacious enough to hang in there for a little bit, with, again, zero obligation. Because, you know, sometimes people, they oversold sex. They are, they're obsessing about intercourse. I, I, I know it would feel very good to have me inside of you right now. And for me, too, I can tell. I can guess you got a pretty good body. And I, I, I don't know, you know, it's funny. A lot of girls, they have good bodies, but they don't really use them that well. You'd be surprised. But you, let me see. Are you flexible? Can you move? Can you dance? You're a little shy. You're holding back a little bit. I think sex is a great way to let go. But, you know, again, it's, it's overrated. Because sometimes there is so much more than just being inside and fucking. Sometimes it's just about the moment before that. Sometimes it could even be silence. Sometimes it's just a scent. Sometimes it's a connection that's deeper, almost like if my soul right now is wrapping itself around your soul and they're becoming one for a moment because aren't they one already at the first place? And then where is the soul? Is the soul by the spirit, by the brain, by the mind? Is the soul more towards your heart and you point out a heart? And does the soul stop there and the bottom of the body is taboo? And we're back into that silly-ass model of like, oh, you know, it's a sin. It's sin to just flirt and feel good and explore how two humans can give themselves pleasure. Probably not, so maybe the soul is deeper than that. Maybe the soul is your entire body. So if you could feel your soul being caressed right now, that probably would mean that you would feel it from head to toes, to the tip of your fingers. All right, so if you want more, come to the Cosmic Code. Thank you, guys. Good night.